Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and I am again squirrelless, but that one's on me this week because we didn't have a chance to record like normal. I had some stuff I had to take care of, but in light of all that, we're going to go back to our practice episode, which we talk a little bit about All Out um, 2022, which happened around Labor Day of last year, and just all kinds of stuff. We don't follow the drafty format. So you're getting like the beginning, the origin of the show, if you will. So sit back and relax. And if you have questions or comments, you can always email us, draftyq at gmail.com or call the squirrel line, 765-242-5978. So enjoy and protect your nuts early on. So, Doug. Yes, Nathan. You watched All Out. I did. How was All Out? I did not. All Out was great except for the beginning and end. Uh, There is probably one of the greatest tag team matches I have ever seen on All Out. Was it a a six-man? Nope. Okay. It was Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed, and I have never seen a crowd flip like like it's like the hogan rock thing mm-hmm. that everybody always talks about i got to watch that live so they did a turn yes and it was amazing and the crowd was so into it and billy gunn is so over and it's weird because it was 2022 and billy gunn is not a wrestler and he's like old yeah mm, whatever Okay, that makes sense. Uh, after all that, however, <laughs> so CM Punk wins. Spoiler alert, which is why it was stupid, because you just had three weeks of like stuff that didn't matter, and it pissed me off. I hate I hate it when shows do stuff for climactic endings of episodes only to make it not matter. Like that's why I hate Wandavision. Uh. So CM Punk comes back like three weeks ago after Moxie beats Jericho, right? Mm-hmm. And then Mox CM Punk is injured, so Moxie is the quote-unquote interim world heavyweight champion with the plans to unify when CM Punk is healed. CM right. Punk comes out, Moxie's like, oh, fuck yeah. So then the next week, they come out, and CM Punk's like, I want you it all out. And Moxie's like, nah, fuck your couch, man. And then they like start fighting. Why would he fuck his couch? Because that's just how Moxley is. Okay. Uh, and so then they're like, all right, we're doing it fucking next week, right? Mm-hmm. So the next week happens. Punk kicks Moxley, quote unquote, injures his foot again. Moxley squashes him in like two fucking minutes. Right? Right. Moxley, heavyweight champion. Fucking great, right? Mm-hmm. Then on that Friday's Rampage, they confirm that CM Punk is injured. Okay. Due to the next Wednesday, this past Wednesday, the Wednesday, are we haunted? No, we're not haunted. Okay, the Wednesday before All Out, right? For not those a lot of, you of build. Not watching at home. The lights just flickered a little bit. Scared Doug. Uh, yeah, I'm super jumpy. It's okay. I'm like one of the insect larvae in the beans. That's how the jumpy beans work. Damn, they're really kicking in there. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do Back with to the story. story. Okay. So we get to like the Wednesday before All Out. Like like five days before All Out. Right? Right. John Moxley is like, ah, open fucking challenge because I just beat CM Punk. He's a bitch. Right? This All Out, uh, this uh, also is, All Out is always in Chicago. This, this Dynamite was also in Chicago. A Steel Punk's trainer comes out, grabs the open contract, talks, gives CM Punk the Rocky Two speech. You're not done yet, Rocky. Blah 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 blah. And CM Punk is like, "You're right. I'm the greatest person ever." Also, A Steel accidentally said "fuck" on live network on live television. Nice. Yep, <laughs> that was kind of a big deal. They didn't bleep it. Uh, which is cable, so the FCC doesn't like monitor it, but TBS wasn't happy. Because they're the superstation. Anyway. So Punk is like, alright, I will fight you it all out. Which is stupid. Because you just told me five days before this five days before, that that dude was hurt. Yeah, so he wasn't really hurt. He was lying. Well, no, he said he was hurt. He came out and gave a speech about like how he's just, like, he's too old and he's not healing properly and blah blah blah. But then Ace Steel comes out and he's like, but you still got it, Punk, in Chicago. And then Punk is like, it's right, it is Chicago. I have a dog named Larry. And so he runs into the crowd and signs the thing, and we get a match it all out. What Great. kind of dog is it? I don't know. It's like some sort of sheep dog, sheep herder dog, but it's not real big. So it's a small sheep herder? It does it herd small sheep? I think, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm like, engaged. Like lambs, I guess. It's a lamb herder. Yeah. I think that's an, the breed of the dog. Lamb herder. Okay, I'm going to Google it later. You should. His Everyone else, Google it. His name's Larry. Get back to us, too. Nice. Email us at wherever at somethingsomething.com. Uh, we'll fill that in later, right? We should make our own email. We should. It is Crimson Ring. And then we'll forward it to Russell's email. I like it. But it's personal email. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we get to All Out, right? And it's a match. Which doesn't make sense, but whatever. But then Punk wins clean. No interference, no nothing. Like, what's the point of all of that shit? Like, why did John Moxley beat the living shit out of him in two minutes? You know what I mean? But he's like working over the leg and foot, too. It's not like he ignored the leg and foot. <clears throat> that is pretty dumb. But here is why it gets super fucking crazy. Okay. They do post-media scrums for pay-per-views, right? They get on YouTube, on the AEW YouTube channel. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Uh, kind of like uh, after a UFC fight type yes. thing. Right. CM Punk comes out, and you hear someone ask a question. You don't hear the question. And he goes, ape shit, on Colt Cobana. Yeah, I heard he said something about Colt Cabana. Are they building a feud? No. <laughs> no. He went off. And then he went off on Hangman. And then he went off on the Young Bucks. And then he went off on everybody that had ever been an independent wrestler in a company founded by independent wrestlers. I think they get the belt on the wrong guy. And, okay, And it's like, he's like using legit names, not stage names. He's using their actual like birth certificate names. He's like Scott Colton. Never once says Colt Cabana. Like. Okay. Like he is using names. Talks about Colt Cabana's mom. 
But didn't he wrestle for a while for AEW? Yeah. Like, that was part NWA? of the thing. It's like, okay, so Colt Cabana's contract was not renewed. Mm. And a lot of people are like, well, it's CM Punk's fault. And then there's been like a lot of rumors of backstage drama. Okay, so that happens, and Tony Khan is sitting beside him, and he's just like flabbergasted that, Col- that CM Punk is saying this shit. And right. he keeps like trying to get in, and CM Punk is just like slapping him away like he's a fucking child. And that's like your boss, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next five questions that are asked, none of them about Colt Cabana are all answered by more crazy ass tirades. Like, if, if CM Punk wasn't straight edge, I would think that he was beyond fucked up. I'm gonna have to watch this. It was it's on you it's on YouTube, it's fucking crazy. And then like I watched earlier today, the next the day after All Out, if you guys hear this in the future times, where they like boosted the audio, and it's very clearly that questions reporter is about the match with John Moxley. It's n- it doesn't mention Colt Cabana at all. <laughs> so <clears throat> how was the match? Let's just get to that. Which the the match that led to from this blow up or the match no, the, on the pay-per-view the match on the pay-per-view between moxley and punk it was like it was a good match but like it was kind of stu- like i don't know man are they just playing for the crowd like all right we're gonna go to chicago so we got to put the belt on punk it, that's what it, that's really what it felt like and then they did this whole thing where they were trying to make punk like a, a baby face underdog and you see him fucking punk you In know chicago. what i mean yeah like no 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 and then also like mjf is back like that was the other big reveal. Well, I, I like that. I seen. That. I liked I that. I don't like how they did it. You don't like the mask thing. Well, okay. If you're gonna do that, because like Stokely had been building this stable for like a month. Okay. Uh, Stokely Hathaway, MJF's old manager from MLW. Uh, he been on giving people business cards. One of which being Morrissey, uh, Big Cass. He's he's AEW now. Looking real good. Looking real, real good. Not on the drugs no more? Nope, he looking jacked. He looks like if somehow Edge and Test did that Dragon Ball Z fusion. Mm. He's got Test's height and body with Edge's face. Whatever happened to Enzo? Or Ninzo? Or Nozo? Uh, last Enzo match I watched was a tables match between him and Jerry Lawler. <laughs> so I don't know. Although Enzo's getting big too, he's real jacked now. Okay, I I want Enzo to show up, but like if Morrissey is working for MJF, there's no reason to, because like MJF can talk, and that's Enzo's deal. So we probably will never get him. Uh, but anyway, okay, so the match happens and it's okay, and MJF is the Joker in the casino match. And then Stokely and his goons beat everybody up and hand him the chip. Which is basically the Money in the Bank briefcase, right? Mm-hmm. The show ends. Punk wins. We've got like seven minutes left, right? It's 11.53. I've been coached and bred to know that there's time. Something's going to happen here, right? Right. And MJF comes out. And he just stares at Punk. And Punk stares at him. So and there's no beat down me, by this squad of goons that you just yeah. got. There's no cash in. MJF takes it. He's just like, I'm back. Ha 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 ha. 
And Punk is like, oh, you. Pay-per-view over. Media Scrum, after all this happens, there is a fight, an actual fist fight, between CM Punk and Nick and Matt Jackson. He tried to fight both brothers? I don't know. Nobody nobody is saying how it started. It seems like... They have the CM Punk cancer in the company. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is weird because, like, you got Brian Danielson, like, right around the same time, like a month later, right? Do they not get along? Well, I just mean, like, Brian Danielson should be where Punk is because Brian Danielson actually gives a shit. He yeah. put on a 12 star match with Jericho in the pay per view. It was. A classic wrestling match. Huh. So wait a minute. Punk may have been part of the problem when he was in WWE? Uh, I don't... Okay, see, I don't know if that's true, because <laughs> I think the issue is, is that in WWE, they squelched him so hard that he wasn't allowed to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then AW has the exact opposite problem, where they are not rating him in in the slightest. Like, he hates Hangman because Hangman was in a fictional group of, like, like wrestling's not real. Spoiler. Uh, It gets, it's... What? (laughs) I know, dude. It's scripted, right? The outcomes are predetermined. The stories are done, right? Like, Dark Order isn't actually, like, a mob of evil goons. I thought they were good. It looks like they're going to go heal again. Oh. They had a badass match, too. Uh, it was Silver, Reynolds, and Hangman versus Matt, Nick, and Kenny for the trio's titles. Finals. Yeah. And that match was incredible. They made the Beaver Boys look so goddamn good. Obviously, Kenny and the Young Bucks won. Because right. it's the trio titles. And we've been told since AEW started that when they do the trio's titles, those three will win them. No shocker. But both Alex Reynolds and John Silver looked phenomenal. I just, I, like, the CM Punk thing is like, you got your, like, your literal boss, like, the dude that pays for everything is sitting right next to you, and he's like, you can see him having a panic attack. Like, you can watch it, and you can see his face where he's like, oh my god, he's destroying my company. (laughs) So, aside from, like, All Out, and then, uh, what, on Saturday we had Clash of the Castle, did you watch any of that? I did. How was it? It was... Kind of the same problems I have with this, I had with that. Because... There was a fight afterward. No. I mean... <laughs> I meant pay-per-view-wise. The ending was stupid. And, like, you, if you... Like, and this is... AEW is much worse than this in WWE. I would say a vast majority of the time, a WWE pay-per-view, or uh, what are they called now? Live watch experience or whatever. Live event. Okay. Uh, they're middling, but then the finale leaves you feeling fulfilled, right? So, like, the last emotion you get from a WWE pay-per-view, like, makes you 
nostalgic or gives you rose colored glasses, right? Okay. So you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah pay per view is pretty good. No, 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 I get that. Yeah. Whereas AEW has the opposite problem, where like every match until the last match, you're like, what the fuck, that was great, and then the end happens, and you're like, ugh, why did I even watch that? Leaves a bad taste in your yeah. mouth. Got you. Okay. But WWE had the same problem. Okay, so you got Roman, who's the undisputed champion for roughly 9,000 days now. Uh, and going. Yeah. And, but he's also, like, not actually, like, he only shows up for, he's got the Brock schedule now, which is stupid. Yeah, I mean, when's the last time he defended it on a regular show? Never. Weekly. Not right. Weekly. He doesn't even, he doesn't even show up on the weekly shows anymore. Does he not have to? No, he's part-time. He's declared that he's part-time now. Sorry. So he shows up like the paper the 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 week before a pay-per-view and then the pay-per-view and a week after and then he doesn't come back. Until, you know. Right. Anyway, so Drew fights him and it's a decent match and there's shenanigans and there's a new Uso who I guess is the Uso's little brother. Yeah, but I mean, we knew that. Right. He was in like... Uh, NXTs. NXTs and developmentals. Right. So now he's an Uso. So there's another member at the table or whatever. Ball of nine. And Tyson Fury is there as a guest referee or whatever. But he like doesn't do anything to help. And it's stupid. Why is Tyson Fury in the WWE? He's not. He's just like a British dude. Is it like Kane Vasquez? Kinda. But Kane's in jail. Right. For like killing that dude. Is Tyson going to jail? No, I don't think so. He's British. British people don't go to jail? I think they go to the brig. What? That's military prison. They put him in the Tower of London? Big Ben. Are they not the same thing? Okay. Siri? <laughs> Hey Alexa. Eh. Anyway, we're I just gonna pay for that. We're Americans. We don't need to be right. We've got the power. Uh <laughs> yep. So anyway, it ends and Drew loses, and then they have a musical number. A musical number? Tyson Fury and Drew sing a song together in the ring. After Tyson Fury just cost Drew the title. So, now I'm going to talk about the things I've been watching. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, today in particular, I've been watching House of Dragons. Now, I know you're not super into Game of Thrones. Uh, that's not true. Oh, you are? Yes. You, you've watched all the Game of Thrones? No. You like the books? Yeah. yeah. Super into the books. Yeah, he can build a world, but God, storytelling. No, There's I mean, I, I think he does a good job. He could build a world. That's my opinion. It's hard to read. Like, Game of Thrones is one of the best things I've ever watched for the first six seasons. And then on seven and eight, they just rushed it like they were just trying to get it into bed at prom night. Right. Like, it was just Isn't too, that was... where they went off on their own, too? Where they were just like, we don't have anything else he's written. Well, I mean, they did that when... I mean, how, you've read it all, right? Yeah, well, how, however much there is. What? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, when they killed John, that's where it ends. That's where it ends. And then they brought John back, and then it was good for a little bit. And then they just made up an ending. And there's theories that I've heard where it was like, George was like, probably like, yeah, this is this is a good theory, okay? So the theory I heard was, is like, George was sitting there probably with like, 
the guys at HBO. Now, this is not my theory, but it makes sense. And was like, this is how I envisioned the ending. And it's exactly what they did. And then maybe George was just testing it out with the audience. And then he's like, well, I can't write that because that was garbage. And it was not perceived very well. All right. In this theory, do they mention any cocaine and black strippers? All of it. Okay. Yeah. Then it's probably the gym. I mean, that's, that's, that's any good theory has those things. It involves George R. R. Martin? Yes. yes. So anyways, I've been watching House of Dragons, okay. which is all HBO. And I got to say, I like the time jumps because you're getting like... I think the first episode to the second episode is like six months. And then the second episode to the third episode is like three years. Okay. But the way that they do it, they do it very well. And the world building that they have already have established from the Game of Thrones series is solid. So like these three episodes that are out right now are like really good and it brings you back into something and it's all like i wish they would have started from the beginning at aegon the conqueror like all right the targaryens fly over caca except fire breathing <laughs> and uh you know they land and they're like all right fucking first men make iron thrown out of your swords with my dragon's breath they should have started right there but they started like i don't know a couple kings in at Viserys. Okay. And I think it's Viserys 1. And then I was looking on how many Aegons there are because they had an Aegon. And, you know, the first one was the Conqueror. And then when Viserys had his son, there was Aegon. And then that's two. And then to get to John, according to the HBO showrunners, that's like six. Aegons, but they also fucked that up too. Yeah, because John wasn't—I don't know—John wasn't supposed to be Aegon. His brother was Aegon because, uh, and I'm—I might be wrong on this, but what is John's dad's name? The Targaryen. Oh, Rhaegar. Yeah. So Rhaegar was married to. Ilya Martell, and that was the first Aegon. And then he got with uh, Lillian Stark, and then had John. And in the show, just like they disregarded that Aegon. I know, and that's that's another they, reason and, why. And in the books, they never explain what happened to that Aegon. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, he died, right? No. Oh shit! They did, and they never brought that up. I forgot right. they also forgot that. Yeah, because that's in like the books, he thing. was like on a boat. Uh huh. That's weird. And and that's where uh, Tyrion is. Like Tyrion's not with Dan- Daenerys. Oh yeah, damn. Books probably are better. Yeah. I mean, also Martin did Elden Ring. And that was a clusterfuck of a story, so, like, you're probably right with world building versus storytelling. Well, I will say this, that fucking video game's hard. Yeah, it's Dark Souls, bro. <laughs> Alright, and then, did you watch the new Rick and Morty? I did. It was good. Okay, you liked it? I did like it. I, 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 now, now, hold on. I've not watched any of season five. Oh, uh, you and probably so, didn't understand any of it. No, I was kind of lost. How did you? How have you not watched any of season five? I just forgot that it was on. 
audience, I have a flabbergasted face. I realize this is a podcast. And my shocked Pikachu doesn't translate well to audio. No, it doesn't. Uh, no, from- it was today that I realized, all right, I'm going to watch this episode. Oh, shit. I should probably go back and watch all of season five. Did you watch season five? Not yet. Okay. Because, like, Rick fucks a dragon. I took a nap. Rick fucks a dragon. So did Donkey. Yeah. With similar results. <laughs> okay. It's also the season one, Giant Incest Baby. All right, all right. I'll go back and watch it. Yeah, let's watch it right now. In a minute. First, we got to record. Um, oh, and then I watched the two episodes of The Rings of Power. I don't. What is? Lord of the Rings stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like the prequel, right? Yeah. <laughs> prequel. Like the Shire isn't the Shire. Like the hobbits are just like gypsies. They don't have like a set area in the Shire yet. They're still building the Shire from, I don't know. And then like, so not ever reading a Tolkien book in my life and sitting through and napping through all the Lord of the Rings movies and then being thoroughly unimpressed with all the Hobbit movies because the world, I don't care. But you give me a series of something I can binge, and I'll watch it. Doesn't have to make sense to you. It just works for me. I was like, can I just like put credit sequences every hour into those movies? That, I mean, <laughs> that, that, you know, it might help. But like, I watched all fifteen episodes so of Lord like, of the Rings. Well, I think what it was is I just got done watching House of Dragons, and I was oh, like, so you were like, I want more medieval shit. Yeah, so I started watching The Rings of Power, and I was like, okay, and then I watched like. These elves come over to like Middle Earth where there was like problems and Sauron, Siron, Sauron, Elrond Hubbard. I wish. Anyways, Siron dies. I'm just going to call him that because fuck it. The look on your face is worth it. Sauron. Um, and yeah, so it's okay. It's not like the beginning of the Lord of the Rings movies because they described the the ring and then it was divided into the rings of power and blah, 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 blah. And then, yeah, that's how the story starts. Right. But like, I thought all the, sh- the, the, the sword shards were collected by the elves. Remember? Oh, you're talking about Fernarsil? Uh, is that the name of the sword? Which sword? The sword that Sauron has. They don't ever collect that sword. Oh. No. The sword that the guy killed that killed him with. That's the one that it's okay. Are you sure your house yeah, isn't haunted? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a possibility. Whenever the fucking AC kicks on, it does that. Uh so like Elendel cuts off. No, Elrond. No. Yeah, Elendel cuts off Sauron's hand. Or sorry, Siron's hand. Okay, the sword that they find in this is Siron's. Okay, so that's not the that's not the sword that Aragorn gets in the movie. Right. Aragorn gets the oh, first yeah. King of Men's right, sword. Right, right. Maybe I should go back and watch those. Also, but I'm also not like eight. I don't know what that means. Because eight year olds have a lot more time because the movie was for eight year olds, because you were more wistful well, for a time. I mean, because you, you know, eight. after watching Game of Thrones and House of Dragons, if there's no fucking <laughs> in nudity and curse words, then I'm not enthused. See, that's that's weird. I mean, how good was Napoleon Dynamite? Not. But it would have been better with some cursing. 
I mean, and some explosions. I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I don't, I don't know that you can put that on everything. Like, I feel like Mr. Rogers would hit a little different if there was, like, fucking in the Puppet Kingdom. Yeah, I'd watch it. Come on, Mr. Trolley. Ding, ding. I, bang, bang. <laughs> literally. You can't do that with kids' shows. That's, no, well, that's illegal, I, I'm pretty sure. Not in Denmark. I didn't know that about Denmark. Yeah, they have a children's character that's named, like, Mr. Floppy Penis or something. Nuh-uh. But it's, like, in Danish. All right, we're going to look into that. We're going to do some researching. I mean, I watched it. It was pretty weird. <laughs> like, he's got, like, a penis that can do anything. It's a kid's show? Yep. I don't... I, I got to see clips. I mean, like, all right. No, no, I mean, like, after. In the after show. Oh, we can't do after shows anymore. CM Punk ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we did two things. Uh, John... John Dillerman is the name of the show, which roughly translates to John Wiederman. And it's a man with a giant penis. And it's he does, a kid's show? Yeah, and he like solves problems with it. Like Those people in Denmark put a lot of emphasis on their penises. Yeah, man. At an early age. Yeah, but it, well, it's not like a Do sexual... Do they have gun control It's not laws? like a sexual penis. By what other means is a penis for? Well, this one, like, gets cast out of trees and jumps rope and, like, helps him swing around and, like... It's like Spider-Man! It it does not do all these things. It does. Is there a Marvel comic of this penis? It's like Spider-Man, but instead of webs, it's penis. (sighs) I thought we could do one thing without talking about a penis. You brought up penises. I did not specifically bring up penises. You said fucking... I said, those are the things that keep me entertained because I have a very rough upbringing of watching gratuitous violence on TV. Yeah. I basically grew up in the land of RoboCop without RoboCop. I mean, I grew up on RoboCop. Lethal Weapons. I love Lethal Weapons. Double Impacts. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you prefer Lethal Weapon or Die Hard? Oh, gosh. Uh, First off, is it a fair comparison? Here's the thing. I feel like Lethal Weapon as a series is better. Okay, yes. But Die Hard is a better movie than Lethal Weapon. Depends on what you're going for, because I think you got two different genres. Two different of the same types of genres, but split into two, because Buddy Cop... Is different than Jin just like one guy. Yeah. Because no matter how much you want to say buddy cop on like, we'll say Die Hard 3. Yeah, that was bad. I liked it. But like what I'm getting at is it, it was just mostly John McClane. Yeah. Running around being John McClane. And nerdy Samuel L. Jackson. But in Lethal Weapon, you got Merton Riggs. And I just, I'm a Merton Riggs person. All so. right. Which is, which is the one where he like, there's a bomb on the toilet. Is that the third one? Or is that the second one? It might be the third one. Because they're rebuilding the house. No, it was the second one because in the third one, Joe Pesci's trying to sell the house and he talks about the bomb on the toilet. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like Lethal Weapon 1 versus Lethal Weapon 2 is like a stark contrast. Like I think that Lethal Weapon 1 is still like in the 80s of like hero cops 
gunning down bad guys and drug dealers and everything's crazy and Mel Gibson still has an Australian accent. And then like Lethal Weapon 2 is a comedy. It's like you get Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon 2 you get that bomb toilet scene. Was he scene. in 2? He was in 2. He was in 2. Yeah. He was like a sort of bad guy. No, he's a money launderer. Right. Okay. But yeah. then he's like he's just like their friend in the third and fourth and fifth ones. <laughs> God, there was five, wasn't there? Well, I mean, how many diehards were there? Six. Hmm. Five? So five? everyone loves Die Hard 1, but like Die Hard 2, eh? I like but Die Hard 2. Die Hard 3 picks it back up. See, I'm the opposite way. Like, I feel like there's a steady decline for each Die Hard movie. You are the opposite way, but I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I love Die Hard 1, Die Hard 2, okay, it was there, and then Die Hard 3, it's got Sam Jackson, and it's in New York. Like, I guess like what I love about Die Hard 1 is still in Die Hard 2, but by Die Hard 3, Bruce Willis is a superhero. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. And then... He's kind the- of a superhero in the first one, though. Is he, though? Or is he just a guy? I mean, he's got no shoes on. Yeah. Walking around, glass in his feet. Yeah, because he's a badass. But he's still a badass guy. He's not like riding a motorcycle off of a ramp to explode a helicopter. Was that in Terminator? No, that was in Die Hard 4. <laughs> Die Hard where, 4, all the vengeance. Where Bruce just... Willis beats the internet somehow. Didn't that have Justin Long in it? It did have Justin Long and Kevin Smith. I didn't forget about Kevin Smith being in it. I remember that now. <laughs> I didn't forget about it. I just didn't he want to talk about it. He was chewing gum. Right. Yep. Okay. Also, Timothy Oliphant. Tim- Timothy Ol- Old Elephant? Yep. Timothy Oily Fat. I love that guy. I do, too. He was in Scream 2. Uh, he was also in that zombie show with Drew Barrymore where she's a zombie. Uh, I'm afraid of zombies, so I never watched it. So it is on Netflix. I'm still afraid of zombies. Well, she didn't know she was a zombie. What? Yeah. She threw up a red ball, and apparently you need that red ball in you, and if you don't have it in you, you're a zombie. I'm not even joking. I wish I was. This is literally the dumbest way to describe it. What? Because it's the dumbest way to be, and it got canceled. I think it did like three seasons. (laughs) What's the show called? You would ask. Hold on. (laughs) I mean, we are an informative podcast. This is infotainment. So, were you just doing a Timothy Oliphant podcast? Is that what this is now? No, I don't like him that much. I bet we could get like eight episodes out of it. Oh, the Santa Clarita Diet. You know who else was in Scream 2? Yeah. Nev Campbell. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't where I was going, but we could talk about her for a while. Probably not a good idea. She didn't really do much other than the Scream movies. Yeah. Wild Things. Or Very Bad Probably Things. Probably not a good idea. What's the... good idea. Well, it was Wild Things. Wild Things. Very bad things. What was that? That was like an. That was like. Uh, 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 didn't that have Jerry O'Connell in it? Maybe I don't know. And Did a wild thing party weekend? No, that's Tomcats. No, very bad things had Jeremy Piven in it though, right? Jeremy Piven. Yeah, or he fucks you... the stripper up against the door and she ends up dying. Maybe, but that's not Jerry O'Connell. Wasn't Jerry O'Connell also in that? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never heard of this movie. And you know what else he did? Pretty big pivot head. <laughs> uh, stand by me. 
Yeah, but he was a little little chunk of monkey then. Hold on, damn it, Doug. He wasn't stand by me. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. No, I know that. It's him and Will Wheaton and Corey Feldman Hart Hartfeld. Oh, Christian Slater isn't very bad things. Okay. Come on, Christian Slater, Cameron Diaz, Daniel Stern, Daniel Jen- Stern, Jenna Triplehorn, Gene Triplehorn. Yeah, whatever. Uh, John Favre. Farva beans, Favreau. Uh, Favreau. This is this is my new favorite bit that we do. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Pivens is in it. I told you, very bad things. What year did it come out? Nineteen ninety-eight. Oh, see, I blocked That's... that year out of my mind. Why? I couldn't tell you. I blocked it out. Uh... You know what's the, the best Jeremy Piven movie? The one where he's a used car salesman. Oh, the goods buy hard, sell hard. <laughs> That yeah. was a good movie. I'm just saying. With like a weird like a weirdly pro stance on pedophilia. Uh I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Okay. So Agatha is in that movie. Uh what's her name? Catherine Hahn. Yeah. She's in that movie, and Rob she, Riggle is in that movie. She is also in a show on Amazon Prime where she wants to suck Kevin Bacon's penis. It's very similar to her character in The Goods by Hard Sell Hard. Is Kevin Bacon also in that? No, Rob Riggle is, but he is a six-year-old that's got that Robin Williams disease where he's like looks like a full-grown man. <laughs> so, like, Benjamin Button? No, like the reverse Benjamin Button. Wouldn't that be normal? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. Gotcha. The Jack, the Robin Williams movie where I he ages Jack. really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rob Riggle has that disease, so he's like an eight-year-old, I think. Catherine Hahn spends the entire movie trying to sleep with him. So, remember in Jack where he like goes to buy the porn? And when I was a kid, I was like, fuck, I would love to have this. And then the mom wanted to sleep with him, but yeah. he was like 10. Right. But he also looked like a 45-year-old man. And that's the same premise here. Okay. But they play it for laughs. I think they were also playing it for laughs in Jack. She also rapes John C. Riley and his stepbrothers. Maybe Catherine Hahn is just a terrible person. So you're saying she's a sexual deviant? I think so. I'm on board. Huh. I can't be on board. No. Feminism. I'm okay with... Too political. You're not slut-shaming. No. That's the important thing. Right? Body autonomy? Yeah. Those are words. Okay. She's a person. But the best Jeremy Piven movie is PCU. Wow. PCU. That's also got John Favreau in it. And George Clinton. John John Farber Beans was also in Rudy. Was he? Oh yeah. Where's who's he as the Rudy? He was his he was fucking Rudy's best friend. Fuck. I never noticed that. Yep. It has been probably 15 years since the last time I watched Rudy, though. I mean, when did Rudy come out? 1996? I thought it was like in the 80s. Siri, when did Rudy come out? 1985. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lie. That was me. 1993. No, fuck. I was way off. I think we were both way off. I was also nine when Rudy came out. I was 
11? I just remember the guy that played Rudy's dad was like a dad in every 80s movie and then a grandpa in every 90s movie. Is it now Rudy a dad in that movie or that TV show that everybody likes? Like, is it he in Stranger Things? One season and oh. he died. See, I don't, I've never Stranger Thinged. I tried. I watched like the first two episodes. It's weird. I don't know. The 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 newer ones were better. I just like I think I'm too old to watch shows starring children. Because the whole time I'm like, why aren't the parents doing anything about yeah, this? I relate with the parents too, so I understand that. Yeah. They really like it makes super bad hard to watch. Oh. Shit. I've not watched Super Bad as like an adult. Don't. It'll taint your memory. When did Superbad come out? 2006. We just probably need to have that thing open and use it. <laughs> yeah. Can. Hang on. I got this Superbad Kip Sabian. 2007. I was close. I'm proud of me. Okay. 2007. I was 22? 23? I was 25. So what I'm getting at is, is I was at the age of, I'm not a child, I'm an adult, but... I don't relate to adult stuff because I don't have children. Right. Now we're old. And have children. Yeah. So every time I see something that's like child forward, I'm just like, well, you shouldn't let the kids do that. And then they try to trick me by setting it to when I was a child. Yeah, so, that's how they did it. Because they made it in the 80s. Right. But I was also like... And in Indiana. So it's, it's like a double. We're, oh, dude, don't tell them where we are. I mean, that's where we grew up. Right, because we're not there now. No, we live in Nome. Alaska. That's a real place. It's fucking cold. Yeah, brr. I love crab. I mean, I love crab. I, like, I don't... I mean, there's just an abundance of crab right outside. Yeah. All you gotta do is just go to the ocean. It's actually and kind of annoying. Up. You know, like how most people get, like, mice in their house? You just get, like, crabs. And it, which has, like, a different meaning. Like, you go to a hardware store, and you're like, hey, Tim, what are you doing? Oh, I need to get the stuff. I got crabs again. Yeah, and they don't think about things in your pubics. Nope. Actually, it's so cold that you don't even have pubics. <laughs> just fall off. They just, they just fall they off. just fall off. We're like those angels in Dogma. <laughs> they had zero dicks. They had no dicks. We ain't got no dicks. Except for Rufus. Rufus had his shit. Well, because he was an angel. He was an apostle. A zombie. Kind of. Yeah, he was kind of a zombie. He was. He was They called him Long Rufus, but it was cold. <laughs> Goddamn Chris Rock. Thank you for that, by the way. Oh, Chris Rock. Remember when he got slapped at the Oscars and just took it like a champ? Yeah. That was... <laughs> we, Thanks, live a, we live in a world where Will Smith, Smith slaps someone at an award show. Only in America. <laughs> Sucking Scientology, man. So, had my kids. You know, this past time of the times. Okay. And I was like, hey, what are we going to make? Because we all like cooking. You know, they're like becoming little cookers. Yeah, I like cooking. Right, I know. That's why I'm telling you the story. Okay. And the world. Gotta eat. Uh, so I was like, let's make something. And they were like, what do you want to make? I was like, what do you want to make? And they were like, I don't know, something we've never had before. 
And they decided broccoli. No, they love broccoli. So does my daughter to an extent. Uh, they really, really love ghost broccoli. Cauliflower? Yeah. Okay. It's like Halloween time, right? Yeah. It's the spooky season. Anyway, so my daughter was like, we should make something with goat cheese. And I'm like, have you ever had goat cheese? And she's like, I don't know what goat cheese is. They sell it at Aldi. Uh, yeah, they sell it at the, the Wally Worlds, too. They sell different flavors of it at Aldi. I think they probably have a pumpkin spice flavor right now. That does not... Remember when we ate pumpkins? We'll talk about that in a future episode when we run down our classics. Uh, but, so, we did goat cheese stuffed chicken breasts. Oh, yeah, you sent me a snaparoo of that. Yeah, and they were delicious. And then my son made a red pepper and garlic lemon pasta. Very nice. Also delicious. Did you cut up some parsley and throw it in there? In the I did in the mix for the goat cheese. So oh, the goat okay. cheese was tarragon, tarragon, goat cheese, garlic, parsley, a couple egg whites, some lemon zest, and then some salt and pepper. You know, we mix it up, you put it in a I mean, I don't have piping things, so I just put it in a Ziploc bag and cut the end. Yeah. Because I'm ghetto. Hey, that's the same thing I would do if I was making deviled eggs. So, and then you like, you know, shove it in there, cut the slit in the chicken and like squirt it in there. And you start it in a skillet. Squirt it in the slit. Got it. Start it in the skillet, a little canola oil, right? Cook one side, flip it, add some fresh garlic and some thyme sprigs, a little bit of butter, finish it off in the oven. 375, maybe 10 minutes. You want your chicken to be about 162. That's where I go. Uh, so that was good. And then the... I thought it was 165. Like 162. I mean... I think anything over 162 You let is it good. sit. Yeah. And it finishes off. So I yeah. get it. Yeah. You gotta let the meat rest. Or else it'll get all dry. <clears throat> I didn't make anything really this weekend except for some queso. But yeah. that was fast. How's queso? It was good. So, uh, I just bought a block of, uh, the queso, uh, Velveeta. The queso blanco Velveeta? Yeah. I love that shit. And then I threw it in a pot with some, uh, green, with a can of green chilies. Mm -hmm. Like an eight ounce can of green chilies, a block of that. And then I just added milk until it got thin enough to a consistency. And then I added some chahaha cheese. That shredded chahaha cheese. Chahuahua. Dude, it's thick. Yeah. Yeah, like, I had a half gallon of milk, and I only buy milk for when the kid's here, and the kid wasn't here, and the milk was going to go bad on, like, in five days. Shit. Which, if you're listening to this now, was probably, like, it was bad years ago. Yeah. Um, And uh, I ended up using all the fucking milk. Damn. Well, I mean, I used some of it uh, for the refried beans, because... I don't... Do you put milk in your beans? Makes them creamier. Huh. Dude, okay, so with refried beans, I just take the can, like, you know, after you, and it falls out of the can into the thing. Yeah, that sound effect was damn near spot on, by the way. I um, thought you just opened a can. Yeah. And then uh, I added milk, and then you break it up, and then I added some uh, garlic, some cumin, which, yeah, cumin, I mean, that's really like the salt and pepper of cooking. Oh, especially Mexican food. Yes. And then uh, some garlic, and then just mix it up. Yeah. And I thought the beans were really good. I actually used them this morning for some breakfast quesadillas. 
spread them on the thing through or spread it on the tortilla, threw it on there and put some eggs yeah. and uh cheese on there. Oh, it was delicious. I've been uh I made I used my smoker too. I made some ham salad. I love cra- ham salad. So how I make my ham salad, I use cracker bologna and smoke it. Mm-hmm. And then like grind it up really fine. Use that instead of actual ham. My grandma used to do that with one of those metal like hand grinders. Mm-hmm. And she would just like cut up like an onion, like a whole onion, you know, obviously like take the skin and shit off and then like throw it in there and grind it up and then also throw in like just whole hard boiled eggs and grind them up so everything was ground up together. Uh-huh. And it was fantastic. That is exactly what I do. I don't use a whole onion. but I think it was like a medium onion, not like a large onion. Well, I don't put onions in my ham salad. I do grind up hard boiled eggs though. Well, I think you should. We talked about deviled eggs, or, or I talked about deviled eggs earlier to an extent, and I have these hard boiled eggs that I want to make deviled eggs out of. Oh, what's your what's your filling recipe in a, in a deviled egg? Are you a mustard dude? Yes, mm. dill mustard. Oh, did not expect that. Yeah, see, uh, legitimately caught me off guard. Duke's mayo, dill mustard, and then. Like, I like using dill relish, but how often do you use dill relish for anything? Some mm, people I, use sweet. I, I like dill. I don't like a sweet relish, so. So, I just cut up pickles. All right. Yeah. Like, I use my, like, pizza cutter. One of those, like, long cutting things. Oh, the knife? Rock. Yeah, like the big long knife that you rock. Uh-huh. And it's, do you just, like, lay out a ton of pickles? <sighs> just some slices. What do you think about calling cucumbers prequels? I don't see a problem with it. Thank you! I came up with that last week, and I was telling somebody at work, and they were like, it was like I shot their dog. They cried? They went nuts. Huh. They lost their damn mind over prequels, which I thought was a very funny portmanteau. Can you imagine if they made cucumber Pringles? Be like prequel Pingles? Like Pringle? Yep, see, hard to fucking say, ain't it? But it sticks with you. It does. I bet it, I bet those would really prequel stick. Pringles. Yes, we call them Pringles. Can't do it. I can't do it. Dill flavored prequel Pringles. Nope, <laughs> that's not it either. See how fucking hard that is. Then their mascot should be a penguin. So it's spooky season, Doug. It is. It's always spooky season around here. You know what I like about spooky season? Uh, no, pumpkin spice and leggings. What? No, like, they're comfortable. Have you ever worn them? I've never worn pumpkin spice anything. No, pumpkin spice and leggings. Oh, like not together. No, different things. I've never worn leggings either. I've, I mean, what do you consider a legging? Those things that women wear that are Yeah, but like, is any form of tight a legging? Because then I, I think worn... it's got to be a really tight spandexy pants, as long as you can have boots with the fur. I don't have boots. With and then a flannel. I do have flannels. I was a child in the 90s. Yeah, but we took those and we tied them around our waist and then talked about how when the lights are out, it's less dangerous. Yeah. And then we sing like we have marbles in our mouth. Like, <laughs> Music used to be so good. <clears throat> it really was. <laughs> no. So, like... Now's the time to get Halloween decorations because it's September 1st. Well, 
It was September 1st. No, in the long, long ago. It's not actually September 1st. If you're listening now. to this in a September 1st, we went a whole year. Or years. We don't know. Like, like you and I are sharing a moment right now. Like, you, whoever's listening to this on September 1st, me, who's currently living on September 1st, telling you about being in September 1st in the future. So this is the stuff that aliens are going to listen to to learn about us. Yeah, and they're going to be like, "It's it's good that they died out. It's, <laughs> it's 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 good that they didn't fix the climate and the fish and the oils and the nuclear wars." How do you think we're all going to die? Well, I feel confident now because gas smells like gas. I wouldn't know. Well, they took the smell out before. You what? No, yeah. Yeah, that made they unsmelled it. the gas. They unsmelled the gas because the chemical that's in gas, and this is what I've heard on TikTok, so you know it's right, um, is what makes the gas fuel efficient with the octanes. Okay, wait a minute. So when you pull, it's a chemical they put in gas, and the, everyone was talking about how gas had no smell. Wait a minute. So people were testing the octanes on gas. Is this a real story? Yeah, no, it's a real thing. Okay. Well, I didn't say it was legitimate. I'm just saying it's a real thing. But uh, I, I just like, was there a time when gas didn't smell? Yeah. Holy shit. Like, I, I've never, like, I am legitimately blown away by this. But you never smelled it, did you? That's what I mean. But like, every time somebody finds out I can't smell, it's the, like, their mind just melts. And then for me to find out that nobody was smelling gas for a while and it was never brought up is just... Well, time out. For a guy that can't smell, you shouldn't have a problem smelling those Sriracha Doritos the other day. Yeah, that's true. I can smell fire. <laughs> that was fire. No, I, I can smell brimstone. like... I'm pretty sure they put brimstone in there. It I can might smell be a main stuff ingredient. that smells burnt. Like, I can smell like... like like strong coffee I can smell. Uh like ammonia I can smell. I would hope. But like I can't if somebody's like, yeah, man, check out this vanilla candle I brought. I'm just like, yeah, I don't I don't have it. Well it's vanilla. Does vanilla but vanilla has a smell, right? Vanilla's vanilla. But it it, it like for to it to be yeah. vanilla it yeah. has to okay. smell I like I guess it does have a smell. Yeah. Oh shit, Doug! I also made something else yesterday. I forgot about. Hit me. Well, I got a pumpkin pie because it's spooky season, right? Yeah, yeah. And Barry loves pumpkin pie. Barry was here. Barry, Barry was here. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You were watching all out. I wasn't. Or maybe I was. You were watching all out. Was I? Because we had chicken enchiladas. I made chicken enchiladas last week. Have you made chicken enchiladas? <laughs> they were good. No corn salsa. I was kind of bummed about that, but she made the stuff. Jalapeno things. What? Yeah, we got some in the fridge. Okay. You want one? Uh huh. Okay. And so, anyways, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to take heavy whipping cream. So, I took two cups of heavy whipping cream and a cup and a half of the Duncan's uh, pumpkin munchkin uh, coffee creamer. That's a lot of words. I know. And I put a cup and a half of that with the two cups of heavy whipping cream. And I was like, I'll whip this up into whipped cream. I should have not used as much because it didn't set but it made a pumpkin cold foam which was really good in the cold brew coffee i had huh 
So I had pumpkin coffee. And I put a little bit of vanilla, some pumpkin spice, pie spice, and some nutmeg in it. And it was pretty fantastic. All right, so I have a pitch for a, a weekly segment where it's just like Nathan describes how to be basic. As fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just, like... I need some apple cider donuts. That's a thing? You didn't know it was a thing? I guess I don't live in the world Dude, if you anymore. go to any fucking pumpkin patch, they have apple cider donuts. I don't go to pumpkin patches! Oh my god, how do you not live in the fall? I, I'm not a Peanuts character! Well, neither am I. I don't carry around a blanket. Wah, a good grief. Wah, Maybe I should. Wah, wah, wah. Well, that's how we sound, because we're adults. Right. So that was how we would be if we were Peanuts characters. We should only talk to Russell and Shane like that. Because they're children? <laughs> well, we have kids, so that makes us adults. Whoa. We are by far the two least mature members of this crew. And we have children. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. But, like, they're, like, well-adjusted-ish. Russell and Shane are the children. The children's? Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean... My girl one's a little dark sometimes. I think that's a girl thing. Yeah. Hmm. So anyways. Yeah. That, that's all I got right now. That's. I mean, that's good for me. Is that good for you, audience? They said yes. Okay, cool. Did you need to ask Siri again? Siri! Are we done with this episode? If we brought an Echo Dot in here and asked Alexa questions, would that be allowed? Yeah, why not? I mean, would Jeff Bezos sues us? He can't sue us. Why? Because we don't exist. Oh, and his wife has all his money. Oh, half of it, which is still like six billion, trillion, million. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> I think that would be funny. I like Jeff Bezos. Really? Yeah, well, he gets because things he's to my house fan? within like a day or two. That worries me. Like, what if he ever becomes like a contract killer? He's going to be so efficient. <laughs> I, look, man, I, I, him and Elon Musk can be pieces of shit. I don't know. I mean, I feel like you do know that they are, in fact, pieces of shit. They can't. You can't have that much money and not be a piece of shit. Doug, if I was a septillionaire like I am on this egg farm game I'm playing on my phone, <laughs> I would have a reason to be a piece of shit. <laughs> You booed me, bro. <laughs> you think I'm lying, but like, hold on. <laughs> if I was a septillionaire. I'm a sextillionaire right now. If I was a sextillionaire. See? I have 92 sextillion dollars. You do. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, man. Like, shoot down one of Jeff Bezos' drones. How many of those, how many egg farmers had to suffer so that you could be a 92 Well, right now these are immortal eggs. <laughs> They're immortality eggs. Okay, like, can we talk about this for a minute? This egg game? Yep. <laughs> what are you playing? Egg Inc. And why? Because it doesn't. You don't have to do anything. It's like one of the few games I can play where I don't need internet connection. So, but like, the object is to just get as many eggs that last forever as you can. No, I shoot down drones because the drones are trying to steal you. Like, hold this button. There's my chickens. They're black and they have football helmets. What? Yeah, I got to pick the color and the blue football helmets. <laughs> okay. And right now they're they're going to Egg Kia because that's the name of my uh, 
my uh, uh, egg. What what do chickens live in? A coop. Yeah. And then I have to like I can upgrade it. So here I'll show you. So I can be like, oh, I want it to live in a hab. So I just upgraded to the hab hen house. And then drones fly by and you can shoot them down and you get money. And then <laughs> I have a, a fleet of trucks right now. Look, that are delivering your eggs? a future semi. I have double semis. Yeah. And it's like right now I'm up to 435.938 million eggs a minute. That's as far a lot as shipping goes. Yeah, I only got five out of 11 trucks right now, but I mean, we're doing pretty good. Okay, I got the one chicken coop, too, so. So, like, how many chickens does it take to make that many eggs? I have 127,000 chickens right now. Yeah, I just shot down another drone and got gold eggs. So, Jeff Bezos ain't making no money around me shooting down his drones. (laughs) So, like, I can't wait for the gritty Netflix reboot of this. Since we've been talking, I am at 115 sextillion dollars. You are describing like this is the best way to describe how absurd the wealth that those people have is by describing it in the terms of this fucking game. Yeah. Where, where you're like, it's oh no, yeah. When I was explaining all of this crazy ass shit, uh, I made another uh, $26 trillion. I want you to know that before I prestiged Okay, and then had to start over again, but it goes by faster. I was an octillionaire, <laughs> but I gave up all my riches to just be a sextillionaire. So you really pulled yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. <clears throat> I came from nothing, and now I'm making immortality eggs. I can't. Like This is like... the like. It's absurd. If, if nothing else, if this show goes nowhere else, <laughs> this conversation needs to be taken out. And taught to kids in history classes about <laughs> why, uh, why, like humanity fell. Because these people treat the world like it's your egg game. They shoot down drones. I'm sure they do. And hold a button to make chickens. I am very much sure they do. I mean, I've not spent any money. It's like one of the few games I play, and I'm like. I'm not going to spend any money. Then there's Survivor.io. What is that? Basically, you're a little character, and you have weapons and armor, and you go around and kill zombies. Like, see? Oh, I think I saw a commercial for that. Yeah. And then, like, okay. Advertisement. Like, I got a... It's a kunai? Kunai? Uh, Yeah, kunai. It's a Japanese weapon. Yeah, it's all right. It's a ghost. I'm going to get some gold, and then you just walk around and collect those little green things, and then you upgrade, and, like... I can get a drone that follows me or a force well, field. Well, what happens if you go near your egg farm? I don't have to worry about the egg farm. But won't they shoot down their drone? <laughs> yeah, if if this guy... Oh, the Guardian's the best thing ever because he's got little spinny blades. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is the shit that I play if I'm not watching Netflix. All right. So- I don't know what I did without a phone before. How long has it been since you've been without a phone? I don't even want to talk about it. Exactly. Uh, what was your first cell phone, Doug? Uh, it was a Sprint something in 1998. Was it in a bag? It's in a bag? Yeah, like a bag phone. No. Like I'm not that phone? old. <laughs> You're immortal. 
I'm not immortal. Why does everybody keep saying this? I'm eternal. I simply always am. Uh, 2001, 2002. Remember the phone that Jamie Lee Curtis sponsored from Voice Stream? Nope. Is this little black phone that had a little plastic piece that flipped up and covered the numbers? Oh, yep. Didn't even have a game on it. That was my first phone. Well, yeah, because that was like, yeah, I didn't. Like, my first phone was a phone. Like, just a phone. Barely even worked. Fun fact, I was a drug dealer. So, it, I was like, you know, super with it. I remember razors being really popular, but that was way later. Russell had one of those. Uh, Yeah, the world before smartphones was weird. Oh, there it is. It was... I had like a Nokia phone. It was like one of those. Yeah. Yeah. None of you guys can see that. The, the Nokias, like the old bricks, those yeah. things were badass. With the, the walkie-talkie things in it where you'd be like, bloop, bloop. It was Nextel. No, it was Nokia. Nokia had those? Yeah. Maybe they did. Like yellow? Apparently, T-Mobile fills mergers with VoiceStream. I wonder how long ago that was. Holy shit, look at that SIM card. Damn. Old. They're big. And the long, long ago. This is 2000 ad. See, Jamie Lee Curtis selling voice stream phones. Huh. I remember the first touchscreen phone I had. It was an HTC One. Damn. Where you played the hacky sack game on it. You had to keep the hacky sack in the I air. think the first one I had was the HTC Hero. I went to iPhone pretty early, though. I had a BlackBerry before that. Uh, I just remember I got it from... T-Mobile, which is like the worst service. <laughs> I have T-Mobile I will, now. I will shit on T-Mobile wholeheartedly. I, I had Sprint for 20-some years, and then Sprint decided <laughs> they weren't going to be a company anymore. Yeah, yeah they and joined they up with T-Mobile. They sold me to T-Mobile. You know, you figure the third and fourth best cell phone providers, we'll say third and fourth, right? Because obviously one and two is... Some variation of AT&T and Verizon, depending on where you live. Yeah. And so you figure three and four get together, and they'd be like maybe a competitive two, and they're just still not. They're still three and four? Yeah, they're still three and four. Because <laughs> I went to AT&T, and I think Shane has AT&T, and I have no issues. Like, I get service in places people don't have service. But, like... When I had Sprint, I was constantly angry. Yeah, I, I will say that my service is better now. I don't have issues with it anymore, ever, anywhere I go. Except for this one room in the place where I work that's not here. But nobody gets any service there. Yeah, there's spots like that. Because it's like a weird pharaoh cage, Faraday cage or whatever. They keep pharaohs there? Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of... Yeah, a lot of people don't know this. I am a actually an uh, archaeologist in my off time. I work uh, for Ninth Museum. <laughs> yeah, I work for the the stage production of the Night at the Museum series. Uh, we got Jim Gaffigan to play Custer, so that was a big deal. <laughs> that joke went on for too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> None of that's real. I never watched any of the Night at the Museum movies. I watched all of the Night at the Museums. The first one has Dick Van Dyke's. I said that name really weird, didn't I? Yeah, at first, the first one is Dick Van Dyke. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, wait, it's a kid's movie. Okay, yeah, Dick Van Dyke. I remember him. Yeah. 
Remember his sitcom where he walked in and he it walked down an Ottoman? into his... Because why is there no more recessed living rooms? Like when you walk in and it stares down. Like on Mad Men? I never watched Mad Men. Okay, so in Mad Men, like where they had like the chairs and the TV and Don Draper's smoking chair, like you had to walk down into like a little pit. That's and that weird. was the living room, and I like that. I want to know why they don't bring those back. Also, at the same time, I'm afraid I would trip over everything. Yeah. Like Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. And Mary Tyler Morse. Oh, yeah, he was married to Mary Tyler Morse. <laughs> the Dick Van Dyke Show. Remember Jerry Van Dyke? Who's that? He was the dude on Coach. Was the, he the old guy? Yeah, he was the guy that was Coach's assistant coach that wasn't Dauber. Craig T. Nelson's <laughs> assistant coach. Dauber. That was the guy that talked funny. It was uh, Marshall's dad. Yep. Remember when Marshall's dad died? No, I try not to. That was very emotional. That was such a good episode, though. Like It was, it was so well good. done yeah, with the countdown. Well Speaking of which, so last night, we were doing Mexican night. You weren't here. Yeah, I know. I wasn't invited. Bullshit. You were. We ended up playing Werewolf. You were busy. Okay, here's what I heard. Here's what I heard. Do you want to hang out on Labor Day? No. No, I want to watch All Out. Would anyone be interested if I were to have a thing on Sunday? That was the message, which is so vague. Well, it would have been better if you'd have been here. Nobody told me for sure. And I was like, I have my kids and all out. And then you were like, I like all out. And then I asked you if you're going to Ryan's thing because Ryan had a thing. And I didn't get invited to it. But to be fair, I've been invited to a bunch of them and didn't go. Okay, well. So also, I don't know if I would have went anyway, but I would have appreciated the invite. It was for I like Ryan. It was for Devin. Yeah. So I didn't. Devin, I don't know Devin. Devin so a diaper makes party. I didn't go. So Devin, if you're listening to this right now, hey, congrats. I knew that you were going to have a diaper party before because it was a surprise, and I didn't ruin it for you. Good job. Thanks, man. I don't know Devin, but I'm Devin's glad a tool. that you're having a diaper party. He's a boy, so he needs diapers. Well, okay, no, like okay. So a lady person, she's having a child, like that's over a baby shower, right? His child, he's but, having diapers. But like, so like, if you're a dude boy, mm-hmm. and then you have a baby with a person, and then they're pregnant, right? To have that baby, but it's also like you're gonna be like, that's my baby. Like then somebody throws you a diaper party. Gotcha. It's like a boy baby shower, but not a baby shower so for a boy. Was it a diaper party with all out? It was a cookout with a surprise diaper party in it that led into an all-out. I didn't go to any of it anyway. I didn't either. But I wasn't invited. I was invited. And but I didn't know Devin, so it makes sense. Like, that's why I was here at the right. house. But then, Not like, watching all-out, but looking at Facebook periodically to see I mean, you could have taken my Bleacher Report info again. I know, but last time I hated it because you weren't here. I'm sorry. I had children's. I like to hang out the children's. We had tacos. Oh, they do like tacos. Do you see how much salsa I have in the fridge? No. A lot. I usually don't go into your fridge. Abby made a cherry delight, and it was delicious. I don't know what that is. It was graham cracker crust, and then she mixed the Cool Whips with the whipped creams, and then put cherry pie filling on top, and it was delicious. Wait, what? Isn't Cool Whip whipped cream? Are they two different things? It was two separate things until she combined them together. Huh. So now it's Cool Whip Cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. 
It was Cool Whip and Cream Cheese. Oh, okay. That, that makes, makes more sense. sense. Yeah, that I'm makes sorry. more sense. <sighs> I'm not educated. Here you are. Oh, there's also cheesecake in there, too. I don't like cheesecake. I do love cheesecake. I like key lime. Which cheesecake? Is similar to a cheesecake. Consistency is very similar. It's kind of similar. I like key lime cheesecake. Uh, so yeah. I like all those things. Uh, Freddy's right now has a key lime pie milkshake, and that is delicious. No, I've had a Freddy's key lime pie milkshake. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we've just rambled about food for like 25 minutes now. Probably. So you want that's to pretty much the podcast. All right. So that's the show. Um, yeah. A little bit of a throwback there. If you have questions, you can email us, draftq at gmail.com, or call the squirrel line at 765-242-5978. And as always, protect your nuts. <laughs>